0: If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com.
1: Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anna and
0: Levine Studios, this is Action Sports Jacks with Brent Martineau. Welcome back to Spring Sports Brewery Football at five here on ESPN at 690. We got a big night here at Springs, by the way, in Springfield. Hope you can come out. You still got a couple hours to get here for showtime, and if you do that, the place will hopefully will be rocking opening night of the NFL. And of course, we have Trayvon Walker, the number one overall pick, and Josh Allen, captain of this year's football team, and hopefully having a big season ahead in 2022. They will be here for Jaguars All Access. And uh, you can see it on Fox 30, that is, at 7 o'clock. But come on out to String Sports Brewery. Josh Allen will join us each and every Thursday with a different guest. And today. It's going to be Trayvon Walker. How cool is that to kick off the show for 2022? Brent Martineau here at Strings. Casey Kurtz back in the action Sports Shack Studios. Talking a lot of Jags, of course, opening night in football. So let's talk about the rest of the league. And we've got a dandy. You always get a good one, right? And you got a Rams and Bills. And I think this one is a tough one for both sides, Casey. I mean, what a way to kick off the season. You know how I feel about the Bills. It's not that I don't like them. I think they're very good. I just wonder a little bit about an early season regression, and could we see that tonight against a Rams team that you would expect to just kind of keep rolling coming off that Super Bowl win?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm not as concerned about the regression as some, mostly you, but I think it's a a great game to start the season. We got a treat last year with Tampa and Dallas, which on the surface I didn't think was going to be as good as a game as it was. But the Rams, I have questions about the Rams in terms of what the offense looks like now that we've had a year to digest Cooper Cup's getting the ball every play. Like, how will the Bills go about scheming up that? Allen Robinson joins the fold, which is interesting. You get Cam Akers coming back for a full season. So I think there's a lot of storylines on the Rams' side of the offense, how they play that. The defense, I, I feel like they'll be in the same spot with Jalen and the boys. And then for Buffalo... Again, it's similar without Dable. I'm interested to that part of it, how they run their offense. I'm always wondering about the Bills with running the football. They have Singletary. They never use him. They draft James Cook. So I'm intrigued to see what the offenses look like because I think no matter which team you pick, I think there's going to be a little difference than what you saw last year, whether it's how the plays are called in Buffalo or who's getting the football in L.A.
0: Yeah, that's a. It's let's talk about both teams. How different are they, right? Let's go there and and let's start in Buffalo because you have Ken Dorsey now as the, the guy that's calling the plays. And table again, this the reason why I think there'll be a little bit of a pullback on Josh Allen and even though he's coming off like the best game a human quarterback has ever played, it feels like, <laughs> last year and still lost. I mean, this guy, the upside's terrific. I, I like Josh Allen. There's a lot to love about the, him. And, and I love the story, really, because they were patient enough and he wasn't great right off the rip like so many people are. So he's a great illustration of, hey, be patient and maybe the same type of deal around here with Trevor Lawrence. It got off to a little rocky start but could be really good by year two, three, four down the road. But there is a difference, and I think continuity is king. I I mean, I I believe that now more than ever after really just sitting back and watching, whether it's college football, even high school football. I see it on Friday nights. When you're in an offense for a couple years, man, that makes a difference. Down here, Trevor Lawrence doesn't have that luxury. But in this game, uh, Matthew Stafford does have that luxury, and Josh Allen does not have that luxury. And I think it could be a factor, but they got help elsewhere, Casey, as well on both sides of the ball.
2: Yeah, they they really do, I think. I uh, going back to Buffalo here and then talking about the defense part of it. Can they act, can they physically be as good as they were last year? Like number 1 offense, number 1 defense. Like is there yeah. how do you repeat doing that? You know that what I mean? True.
0: Natural regression, right?
2: Yeah, you you have to. Now granted they did make some moves in free agency and Trey White again is going to be coming back. So like they do have that opportunity. Should be the number one defense again, but uh, yet to be seen. I think, I will say this, at least they're giving us good matchups to start the season. Thank gosh this isn't, you know, how we're getting Seattle and Denver on Monday night. Like, yeah, thank, thank goodness that's not this.
0: But take a look at Buffalo, right? How different are they? That, that's really the big story for me. And they've got a. they want to run the football a little bit more, right? I mean, that's coming off last year. They didn't run the football at all. And, and they want to be able to do that. Now, they run the ball with Josh Allen, but they've got guys that can do it. I mean, it, guys that get you excited. From Singletary to to the newcomer James Cook, uh, should they be able to run the football?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, they should. I mean, Singletary's a guy that, coming out of FAU, I don't want to call him a project, but they treated him as such, and he's explosive. He can make plays. I think they use him a little more down the stretch. I've always been surprised they don't use him more in the passing game, but... He's a certain type of back, and then you got James Cook, who's similar but different at the same time. I don't think Devin Singletary is going to run a lot between the tackles. James Cook will, I would imagine, but they got to run the ball more because I think Josh Allen is obviously their best weapon. That's no secret, including running the ball. But at some point, you've got to stop running your quarterback like 10, 15 plays a game, right? So these running backs so. are going to have to pick up on that. Uh, but I, I don't know. Buffalo's always weird to me. Like, they never run
0: Yeah, and or they commit didn't. to it. And it worked and which is kind of surprising because everybody wants to be able to run the football when it's time to run the football. So again, that could be a day bowl. Ken Dorsey shift a little bit in somewhat of a philosophy? On the outside, Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs. I mean, they got Dawson Knox, they just signed to a deal. I mean, they do have weapons for Josh Allen. He can make just about every throw. I love his I love Josh Allen on the run. Some of the sideline throws and the accuracy he throws it with while on the run is is really terrific stuff. Then the on the other side, Von Miller, the big addition. I mean, you added to the number one defense, and you had Von Miller. Enough said, right?
2: You would think, yeah. I mean, Von Miller, the question I think you brought up at the a while ago with Von Miller, is it more name than game? And that, I guess, will be the question that we have to answer. He looked pretty good when he was in L.A. last year to finish the season. But, yeah, they do bring in a Von Miller. We'll see how he fits there, and we'll see what his impact is tonight. And then kind of on the flip side with the Von Miller part of the story, Uh, Rams did lose some guys on the offensive line, notably Whitworth, because he was massive. That's why I say notably. So they do have to replace him. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I am not locked into uh, Rams' offensive line depth chart, so I have no idea who's going to be out there. All I know is they had a a top-level guy, and they have to replace him. Either way, it's going to be tough.
0: Well, and on the offensive side, they got Allen Robinson, and who's not bullish on Allen Robinson with Matthew Stafford, by far the best quarterback he's ever played with in the NFL, and he's already put up some numbers. I'm interested to watch that because I'm a fan of eh? a Rob. He started his career in Jacksonville, then went to Chicago. wasn't fun there. It should be pretty fun in L. A. Uh, for Allen Robinson, Casey. I
2: I, I would think so, and. I've thought wrong before, but it makes too much sense for it to be good for Allen Robinson. Again, I wonder the the Cooper Cup part of this. Like, how will teams adjust? Uh, granted, nobody could, but how will they, a year removed, adjust from Cooper Cup in the way he got the football? And if they can figure out a way to somewhat slow him down, then you got the Allen Robinson part of the story. He's never had a quarterback that's been that great, and I say that as nicely as I can. He's got one now that's great. Allen Robinson could sneakily put up huge numbers. I think I saw you pick him in fantasy last night, uh, Brian. Yeah, I did.
0: <laughs> I think, uh, why not, right? Uh, I invested in a lot of young guys last night in that dynasty league, Casey, but also had to go with the today guys, and I think Allen Robinson for today could be a fantastic pick. One more name to mention because it's a big-name game. I mean, you've got names and stars and jerseys that people wear all over this game on Thursday night to open the NFL regular season 2022. And Bobby Wagner join the rams i mean it's a sleepy move in a busy offseason but bobby wagner who also could be at this stage maybe getting to the point where it's bigger name than game but he's been pretty darn good over the years
2: he has yeah i mean hey, to, again it's a good point you say there is how much does he have left we're going to find out but the rams are good around him to where even if it is more name than game you might not notice kind of like von miller um, we don't know how much he really had last year. He did make some plays at times, but other times, who knows, because the Rams' defense was such, so good around him. So, yeah, they, they've reloaded in a way. They got rid of one old guy on defense, and they brought in another one. We'll see how that works out for them, but uh, it should be a good one either way.
0: I'm, I'm making up a segment as we go here live, and I want to test our radio chops, okay? okay. You get one liner, one line on the game I'm about to say, and uh, I'll add it as well. Saints Falcons. Uh, uh, I'll go first. Javis Winston. Is he back?
2: Oh, I see what we're doing here. Uh, Falcons on the way to number one pick. That's more than a line, but that's what I can get. That's
0: good. Nope. Now it's more than a line because you keep adding to it. 49ers Bears.
2: He's here. Trey Lance. (laughs) He's here.
0: Oh, he's, I was like, who's here? Are you telling me somebody just arrived in the studio? No, nah, he's arrived. <laughs> Trey Lance is here. Uh, Justin Fields is better than people think. That's a good one. Steelers, Bengals.
2: Mitch Trubisky is him.
0: <laughs> the Bengals are not a one-year wonder. That's a good one. Eagles, Lions. <laughs> uh, Eagles look the part upset special potential with the Detroit Lions in week number one when things can go awry. That was a run-on sentence. Patriots-Dolphins.
2: Yikes. (laughs) For the Patriots. That's the headline in whatever, Boston.
0: Can't wait to see how good the Dolphins are. Ravens-Giants. Jets, excuse me. Joe
2: Flacco is back. Comma, in Baltimore, it's still bad. That's a long sentence, I know, but you get the point.
0: Go get him, big fella. Calais Campbell's final season, most likely, in the NFL. Browns, Panthers. Baker's revenge. I was just going to say Baker Mayfield. We can agree. I mean, that's some theater there now. Uh, Colts, Texans.
2: Matt Ryan is back.
0: (laughs) Davis Mills is not as good as he was last year. Come on, Ryan. Giants, Titans. The king is back on his throne. Monday morning headlines say Saquon Barkley, not Derrick Henry.
2: I can get with that. I drafted Saquon in a couple leagues, so I'm with that.
0: Packers, Vikings.
2: Aaron Rodgers, apostrophe,
0: still good. Sound apostrophe, dash, still good. Vikings, don't sleep on them. Chiefs, Cardinals. Exactly what you'd expect. The chief stomp them. I was going to say I don't know what the over/under is, but take the over. Raiders, go. Chargers.
2: Uh, what's the Raiders thing? Uh, what's their like slogan?
0: Just win, baby. Uh, just that win. That was baby. when they were in Oakland. I'll take that. <laughs> uh, Chargers. Oh, finally a march to the playoffs.
2: Oh my goodness. Buck Tom Brady isn't worried. Who's playing O-line? He's still him. Dak beats Tom. You are so delusional, it's incredible.
0: And the masked singer is not real. Now you're right. Broncos wrong. Seahawks.
2: Holy crap, the uh holy crap the Seahawks suck.
0: I picked the Broncos in a survival pool, so look out for a Seahawks upset. <laughs>
2: There we go. Uh, Hey, real quick, Brent, I know you're about to be on the run. You got TV and you got all those things, but we got to bring the Thursday night football picks back. We let Aaron Schachter, who's not here, we gave him the the layup. He's picking the football game. If you don't remember this, one person picks the game, one person the spread, and one person the over-under. So, Brent, here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to give you no option. I'm going to tell you that Aaron Schachter has picked the Rams to win the football game. I'm going to tell you that I'm going over 52 points. Okay. And I'm telling you that the spread is Buffalo minus two and a half in L.A.
0: I will take the Rams. I think this is a gimme for the Rams right here to be an underdog. I love it. I'll take the Rams. So That's how we get Thursday Night Football started. I've got a conversation coming up with Robert Smith when we come back from String Sports Brewery. also want to let you know, buying or leasing a car in Jacksonville is the best with Fields Auto Group, Jacksonville's Luxury Auto Group, Lexus at Jacksonville and Orange Park, Mercedes-Benz at Jacksonville and Orange Park, Jaguar Land Rover Jacksonville, Porsche Jacksonville, Fields Cadillac Jacksonville and St. Augustine. If the luxury car you want isn't in stock, Fields Auto Group will order it, and at Fields you'll never be charged over sticker price. Stop by a field store today and see what world class service really means. Fields is a proud sponsor of the Jacksonville Jaguars FieldsAuto.com. By the way, my wife leases a car from Fields Cadillac. That means she's part of the Fields Matters Amenities Program, valet service, complimentary loaner cars. She's used that in the past as well. It's pretty cool. Complimentary car washes, gourmet cafes, serving breakfast and lunch, gourmet coffee bars, senior and military discounts. It's world class service at Fields Auto Group, Jacksonville's luxury auto group, FieldsAuto.com.
2: Sports Jax, ESPN 690 on a Thursday, a game week in Jacksonville. The NFL is back day, I guess we'll call it that, in Jacksonville as well. Casey Kurtz with you on ESPN 690. Aaron Schachter, usually here. He's out there being a leader at a leadership retreat. It's not as funny to you guys as it is to me and Brent, but trust me, when you learn about Aaron... You, you'll you understand. Brent Martin, by the way, on the way, uh, he had to cut out on us early, had to head down to Jags headquarters. He's going to talk with Press Taylor uh, about this game. I'm not sure why this was the time it was assigned, but you you take what you can get, folks. You take what you can get. He's going to be talking with uh, Mike Caldwell as well. So uh, Brent will be without us for the rest of the show, but he's still here in spirit because um, he had a conversation Earlier today with Robert Smith, he's calling the game for Fox. We will play that for you Uh, in just a couple minutes here, but they gave me the mic, so I'm going to do some talking. I do want to tell you that the game tonight is on ESPN 690. Yes, the Rams and the Buffalo Bills will be right here on ESPN 690. Coverage starts at 730. No jumbo shrimp baseball tonight. Shrimp are back tomorrow uh, on a Friday. They play the Iowa Cubs, but no shrimp tonight. We got Westwood One's coverage of the game, the Rams, and the Bills. Listen right here on ESPN 690. We also want to tell you, If you're not on the stream, if you're on the stream, you can see it to my right, this way, the way I'm pointing at. if you're watching the stream. Rasheen Mathis will be joining us every single Monday from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on ESPN 690. We got MJD, Maurice Jones-Drew joining us in the 3 o'clock hour. We got Rasheed Mathis joining us the entire 4 o'clock hour. We got Clay Harbor on Wednesdays. Jordan DeLugo joined us earlier today. He will still join us on Thursdays at 4 o'clock. Kevin Sullivan on Fridays. Things are loading up, folks. They're loading up right here on ESPN 690. By the way, Action Sports Jacks Overtime, that's me, Casey Kurtz, and Brian Middleton. We will take you until 730 tonight, right up to the coverage that Westwood 1 has for the Rams and the Bills. We just talked about it a little bit in the first segment, but... I'm excited. I love that the NFL has given us these games to start the season because there's not as many bad teams as there were, but they could have put bad teams in this window. Last year they gave us Dallas and Tampa. I was concerned about that. Tampa showed out, though, so it was cool. And it, it ended up being a good game on the Dallas side as well. And then this year you have the Super Bowl champs, and you have a team that a lot of people thought could have gone to the Super Bowl, and a team now that's getting a ton of money, that people are betting to go to the Super Bowl. And I like Buffalo as much as, as most of you. I think, obviously, the rare combination of having an elite defense and an elite offense would be the reason to bet on them. I get it. But if everybody else is betting on them, don't you think something's up there? Don't you think there could be something there? Brian Dable obviously leaves. If you ask Brand Martineau, that's a huge, massive deal. If you ask Casey Kurtz, who's here with you right now, it's, an, it's, it's a big deal. But I think Josh Allen is good enough to overcome that. The biggest question I have with Buffalo, and I said it last segment, I'll say it again. Why don't they, like, I why don't they run the football? You know what I mean? Like, if you got a quarterback with that kind of arm, I get it. He's extremely talented. I'm with all of that. But, you know, run the football a little bit. Devin Singletary's capable. They draft a running back. You will see him tonight, I would imagine. I don't know the playbook, but I just have a good feeling. And I think they have to somewhat dial back Josh Allen carrying the football. He does it a lot. He's their power back, if you will. It works for now. But the last thing you want, if you're the Buffalo Bills, if you're somebody that picked Josh Allen in a Dynasty Fantasy League last night, not going to name any names, but he's sitting in the chair I'm sitting in, you got to keep this guy healthy. And he's shown no signs of being injured. I understand that, but it's one play away. And then all the money you put on the Buffalo Bills is going. Because without Josh Allen, they are not a team that can win the Super Bowl for my money. And they haven't really been a team that can win playoff games with him. So we'll see if they do take that next step. Obviously, the loss of Brian Dable will be a big part of that. On the Rams side, we talked about it a little bit. Can anybody figure out how to stop Cooper Cup? The answer in 2021 is no. And it's emphatically no. Nobody can figure it out. But I would like to believe that after a year with some great defensive-minded coaches in the NFL. Somebody had to figure this thing out. Somebody had to figure out how to stop the football from going to Cooper Cup as much as it did. I think Allen Robinson could have a big year. I think Cam Akers on a fresh, full season. We still haven't seen what this guy can fully do out of Florida State a couple of years ago. They got options. And not that they didn't have options last year with Cooper Cup, but I, I, I just think the recipe that they've made with Cooper Cup and how good he has been, and then you put an Allen Robinson in there, and you put a healthy Cam Akers for 17 games in there. scares me. It is a scary thought for the Rams. But that one's coming up tonight, and it is on ESPN. 690 starting at 730. We will take you all the way up until that game. Another game um, you may have heard about, I'm not fully sure, but um, another game on the NFL schedule this week coming up is the uh, Jacksonville- Jaguars and the uh, Washington Commanders. The first time as the Commanders and they will go to 0-1. I didn't say it but the point of the story is that is the big game for us here in Jacksonville. We will get you set for that one. Brent Martineau tried to get us set for that one and he tries to get you set for it right now as he talked to one of the gentlemen that will be on the call for the game. That's Robert Smith, former Minnesota Vikings running back and as I mentioned current Fox Sports analyst. Brent caught up with him earlier today about the Jags and the Commanders in Week 1.
0: Let's talk more about the Jaguars right now, of course, with the season opener coming up on Sunday against the Washington Commanders, and we bring in the man that's going to call the game on Fox and locally on Fox 30, along with Chris Myers, and that is former NFL running back Robert Smith, which means we'll talk some running backs along the way. But, uh, well, we're excited to have you on the broadcast on Sunday, Robert. We'll get to the running backs in a moment, but... What are your overall thoughts from the outside looking in? We cover this team day to day. We've been around it. It was a mess last year. When you come into this game Sunday, how do you view the Jacksonville Jaguars right now?
1: Well, it, it really was a mess. I mean, it's been well documented. We don't, don't need to go through the whole history. But, you know, for me, everything I needed to know about the players on that Jacksonville Jaguars team was said in that, week 18 game against Indianapolis. You know, that was a perfect opportunity for them to just fold and say, hey, we need to protect ourselves. Don't worry about going out and playing tough. Indianapolis, of course, uh, with Carson Wentz and two games in a row, the Jaguars get uh, Carson Wentz at quarterback, Uh, but they they were uh, win. you're in, in that type of situation. So that set up perfectly for an absolute blowout in favor of the Colts, and that obviously is not what you saw. Those guys went out there, and they played hard, and they won that game. And now with Doug Peterson coming in, I think his system, his experience, I think this is going to be a completely different football team. Obviously, he added the pieces offensively and defensively, being a college football analyst as long as I had been up until this year, obviously had a chance to see Trevor Lawrence quite a bit at the college level and knew about his winning background and went through the struggles last year. But he's primed and ready to go. They got the pieces on the outside, but more importantly, I think the pieces up front that are going to allow him to be the quarterback that the Jaguars expected when they picked, it, picked him number one overall. Robert Smith with us, part of the broadcast team on Sunday
0: in Washington or against the Commanders between the Jacksonville Jaguars and Washington on Fox 30. You mentioned Doug Peterson's name. I don't know. A lot of people ask us, right? They're like, okay, how are the Jags going to be? What do you think? Well, they do look improved. I think they're a lot better, quite frankly, if you look at them on paper. What I can't put my finger on, Robert, is how much will Doug make an impact? How much will that culture be a difference maker from a win-loss column? Sure, it feels better. They're confident. I don't think we'll have the mess that was here last year. But is that a tangible thing to equate to wins sometimes in your experience playing a long time in the NFL
1: and obviously all your days playing football? No, there's no question about it. But it's not what the coaches know and what the coaches feel. It's what the players know. So it's what the coaches can teach the players and what the players can bring to it. And I think a big part of that uh, is bringing in Brandon Sheriff on that offensive line. Uh, Tremendous right guard, five-time Pro Bowler in his eighth season. uh, And Rocher, the, uh, the offensive line coach, they have a completely different mentality. And so I know that we're going to be talking about those running backs, and i love to do that. But I think that that run game can be a tone setter. And I know that it's something that Trevor Lawrence has talked about himself, that they want to be more physical. So it's one thing to talk about what it is that you want to be, uh, but you need to have the system in place to be able to go out and implement it. But then you have to go out and execute it. And you never know how that's going to look until you actually kick the ball off and get started absolutely we'll save
0: Trevor for a moment let's get into the running backs because to me I've said this a lot and the folks that are listening right now said hey I've heard you say that before Brent we'll see what Robert has to think about it I think it's this incredible floor-to-ceiling potential in the running back room of the Jags we don't know what to expect there's a lot of unknown Travis Etienne's never played it down and James Robinson's coming off a significant injury and so is Etienne but Robert if these guys are who we think they are and can be Might be one of the best tandems in the AFC or the National Football League. That's my opinion. I want to hear yours.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, they got a pretty good tandem up there in Cleveland. I've been talking a lot about them. That's where I'm from. I definitely think that it's it's a tandem that's shaping up to be absolutely tremendous. You know, you look at James Robinson, more of the banger type guy, but Travis Etienne, not just the ability to run off tackle, not that he can't run up inside, but I think what he can do catching the ball as well. And I think that that is a, a tremendous addition. You know, when you when you combine that, uh, you know, having uh, Evan Ingram as that tight end, and then you have that solid run game, but also the ability to have a running back that can catch the ball out of the backfield it's a quarterback's best friend and when you're facing a defensive line like Washington that's as stout as they are that's as aggressive as they are that get after the quarterback the way that they do it's so helpful to have those types of weapons at the quarterback's disposal.
0: Is ETN a really good fit for Doug Peterson's offense? I mean, given the skill set, he's a terrific player from a fantasy football perspective, but also today's <laughs> NFL perspective. And I think from what Doug did in Philadelphia, what do you think about the fit between Peterson's offense and ETN?
1: Absolutely. And look. Doug Peterson is a great coach, and he's you know you don't try and fit square pegs into round holes, uh, but I think that he is a fit. But you also look at the skill set of a Travis Etienne, and you say, hey, we got to find a way. And I know that he said this: we got to find a way to get him the ball, whatever that's going to be. So you take what the defense gives you a lot of times, and if they're playing uh, the run game a certain way, they're inserting an eighth person into into the box. You know that might be you might use more creative ways to try and create mismatches on the outside lining Travis up in the backfield and then motioning him out. So I think it's going to be a tremendous fit. But again, uh, it's, it's it's coaches being coachable in a sense, that uh, y- you don't want to be uh, too stubborn in the way that you run your offense. But I think even the way, what we've seen out of Doug Peterson in the past and, and his offense, I know he likes to use a lot of two tight end sets. I expect to see a lot of that. But I also expect him uh, to be able to use Travis Etienne in a number of ways. Robert Smith with us here for a couple more moments. He's got the call on Fox 30 this weekend,
0: Jaguars Commanders, along with Chris Myers. And you talk about fit, Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson, feel like a pretty good fit around here. Uh, Both really good guys and and obviously at different stages of their lives. But it's interesting to note around here uh, because we've had quarterbacks come through, Robert, and everybody gives up on them after a year when it doesn't go well. I don't sense anybody even nationally is giving up on Trevor Lawrence, even though he's coming off a three-win year, 12 touchdowns, 17 picks. How do you
1: see it? Yeah, I agree with you, and I think that people know – uh, what the situation was there in Jacksonville last year? I mean, it was just a, al- almost impossible. There were a number of drops. Number one, uh, out of that, out of that receiving core, so that certainly hurt his performance. But you see, again, the way that he played, and and, and I'll point back to that Colts game again, the way that he played in that game, uh, and and I think that uh, the all-around ability that he has, and I think his even his ability to run, uh, you don't want to use it a whole lot. He's such a big target uh, when he does take off and run, but even using that using those legs he just wants to win and because of his record in high school his record at clemson uh and what he had to go through last year i think he's going to be as motivated as he's ever been in his entire career
0: let's ask a robert smith question you've been doing a lot of college uh, you know staying involved with the nfl but in the broadcasting world obviously enjoying it why the move to the nfl for you
1: <laughs> well, uh, it, it was a, a complete surprise to me, quite honestly. The uh, the inventory had been down for college football this season. Uh, I was probably only going to call three or five college games this year, and I say, "Hey, you know, we're, we'll probably have some more NFL games for you this year." And I said, "Oh, that's great." They called me up a few days later, and they said, "Well, how would you like a full slate of NFL games? You know, thinking fifteen games." I said, "Are you?" kidding me i didn't i didn't want to get the swear in there but it was unbelievable to me and i you know i had been calling one or two games a year over the last three or four seasons but to have the opportunity to get into the nfl to be doing this on opening weekend tremendous storylines obviously always throughout the nfl it's it's an absolute honor and I, i don't i don't say that uh with any exaggeration at all and i just i could not be more excited Looking forward to uh, listening to you and watching the game on Fox 30 here in Jacksonville,
0: along with Chris Myers. Have a fantastic season, man. Great catching up, and thanks for your insight.
1: All right. Thank you.
2: That was our Brent Martineau with Robert Smith from Fox Sports. A little bit earlier today, talking about that matchup, and you know Brent, he's obsessed. He cannot go five minutes without talking about the running back room here in Jacksonville. He loves ETN. He loves James Robinson. The question is, will it work for the Jacksonville Jaguars? By the way, we talked about it. I'm sure the guys talked about it yesterday when I was missing in action. James Robinson, full go. Full go. I still think you're going to see less than 10 carries. I do believe that. But I think they have this game in a good situation, so there's no reason to push it. What will we see from Travis Etienne? The mind wanders. Nobody knows for sure, but we will find out come Sunday at 1 in Washington, D.C. We take our last break of the day. Action Sports jacks on ESPN 690. Action Sports Jacks overtime coming up. Feels weird to tease my own show as myself, but that's okay. Me and Brian Middleton will hold it down for an hour and a half. Before the Rams and the Bills take over, Westwood 1's coverage of Thursday night football and the opener for the football season. We picked the game. I'll tell you the picks we made, maybe some DFS picks on the other side of the break to close out a show right here on ESPN 690. Stick with us. We'll be right back.
1: like, I've been here a long time working to get to this point. I feel like, why be nervous now? I mean, I put all the work in, so just trust my preparation, and uh, y'all see us here every day, so I mean, like, I feel like it's gonna just be natural now. Just let it happen. Why be nervous
2: if you're Travis Etienne? He ain't worried about it. He ain't nervous. He's ready to play football. It's been a year plus. He's ready to play football, and he will do that on Sunday. Finally, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Action Sports, Jax ESPN 690. Almost at Action Sports Jax overtime. I got my mind in the overtime mode, which is where we go naturally after the show. I also got bars if you just found out, but not important. Um Action Sports Jax overtime is coming up next with me and Brian Middleton. We'll take you up until 7:30 and then we got the Bills And the Rams right here on ESPN 690 to kick off the season. The Thursday Night Football picks are back. I think Brent won last year, so I'm glad he's not here to talk about it. I definitely lost. I know that for sure. But I don't ever think I paid up, so don't tell Brent or Austin. Um, But anyway, we bring the Thursday Night Football picks back. We did them earlier. If you missed them, Aaron Schachter, we gave him the home run pick. He just has to pick the football game. He picked the Rams. He picked the Rams to win at home over the Bills. I said, all right. I'm with it. The two-and-a-half-point spread at home, Rams plus two-and-a-half. Brent Martineau, plus two-and-a-half on the Rams. So both of those gentlemen are on the Rams, and I had the easy situation for me here. I think the number was 52, and I went over it because I know that the Bills had a good defense. Okay. Actually, a great elite defense. Okay. Rams have a good defense. Okay. They both have great offenses as well. I think we're going to see some points tonight. Hopefully so. Hopefully it's back and forth. Hopefully it's a good football game. But for me, hopefully, we hit the over. Because there's one thing that we're never going to do on Action Sports Jacks or Action Sports Jacks overtime, and we're never betting the under. And we're not going to start now. We're taking the over in the football game. So that's the picks for me, Brent and Aaron tonight. Aaron back tomorrow. Brent back tomorrow as well. He is off for the rest of the evening. He's got Jags All Access coming up on Fox 30 at 7. He will be at Sandalwood tomorrow, I do believe, for the game of the week. High school football is back Friday Night Blitz on TV, 1030, Fox 30, 1120, CBS 47. And most importantly, if you ask the, the radio guy, probably TV's most part of that, but if you ask the radio guy, most importantly, 9 o'clock to 1030, the Blitz Scoreboard Show, right here on ESPN 690. Let me get let's talk about some DFS for tonight. We got one game. Everybody's locked into it. Who should you play in DFS? You know I'm in contests. Meet me there. Uh, I can only play on one platform. I got kicked off the other. I won't talk about that on the air. But the point of the story is this. Where does the value lie tonight in terms of salary for DFS? It does not lie with Cooper Cup. More expensive than Josh Allen and Matthew Stafford, if you are into that sort of thing. Cooper Cup, extremely expensive. Now, when you have the year he had, I get it. But how is he going to pay off that price at 24, 000, or 12400 on DraftKings? How can he possibly pay that off? I don't think it's possible. So I'm staying away from Cooper Cup, even though I know he's a menace. Stefan Diggs at 9K on the dot. The average is 8-3, and you're giving me the number one receiver on the team for 9? You will have Jalen Ramsey on him. I do understand that, but I'm going for that all day. As you scroll down a little bit farther, here's where the value comes in. Dawson Knox at 6,800. I don't understand why Dawson Knox is consistently disrespected. 11 touchdowns last year. Josh Allen loves throwing this guy the football. Give me Dawson Knox in every contest I'm in tonight. No questions asked. And then it comes back home, if you will. Allen Robinson making a Rams debut 6,200 on the DraftKings for a DFS price. What a steal Allen Robinson could be. I'm playing him tonight. Give me Allen Robinson. Receiving the football from Matthew Stafford. I'm in on that. In terms of the rest of the value, not a ton. By the way, Van Jefferson will not play in this football game. It sounds like he could miss week two as well. That should give you a bump if you are interested in playing somebody like Allen Robinson like I am. I'll give you one more or two more I will on value. Uh, for the Buffalo Bills, both of these come out of James Cook. Significantly, significantly less expensive than Singletary. James Cook on DraftKings, $2,800 tonight. He's going to get the football. I would be shocked if James Cook doesn't have a role. Zach Moss is still on the team for Buffalo, but James Cook has to have a role. He's too talented to not. Isaiah McKenzie is the next guy. This guy is a world-class sleeper. He's going to start. He's going to play in the slot for the Buffalo Bills, and he's going to get the football. They brought in Jamison Crowder. He's listed behind Isaiah McKenzie on the depth chart. Isaiah McKenzie is going to start in the slot for Buffalo. He's going to make plays throughout the season. If not tonight, he's a full-year fantasy hold because I think you're going to see some plays from Isaiah McKenzie. But there's a lot of value out there tonight tonight if you stay away from players at the top like Cooper Cup. You know I'm going to be locked into that fantasy, that DFS tonight, and all season long we'll bring you as much DFS and fantasy content as we can right here on ESPN 690 because you know that I want the action. That's going to do it for 3-6 to Action Sports jacks on ESPN 690. Don't go anywhere if you're in your car. Hopefully you're not in traffic, but just go ahead, get home, run inside, get a drink, whatever you need, get your dinner. And then come back out in the car and listen to Action Sports Jacks Overtime or ESPN690.com works the same. But it's not the same if you're not on the radio. But we we appreciate you either way. We're also on the stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. We appreciate you. If you're there, stick around because Overtime, Brian Middleton is here. I am here. And we will do it all the way up until 730. Stick with us. We'll be right back on ESPN690.